Hey y'all, it's your girl Jamey. Nice Storm. And Nia Lucky. And you're listening to Thirsty 30. Okay, you guys, we're going to dive right into Miguel and his girlfriend, Ooh. or no longer girlfriend, wife. wife. Oh, they married now. Okay, so Miguel, you guys all know the Grammy Award winning singer and his model, actress, and artist wife, now wife, Nazine Mondi, recently got married on November 24th. 24th, excuse me. So they've been together for 13 years, you guys. They got engaged back in 2016, and they just tied the knot after 13 years. They met at 18, and they've been together ever since. So I'm going to just give y'all a little cute little backstory on how they met. Wait, wait, wait. Before you get them the backstory, we got to let everybody know. If you don't know Miguel, he's the one who sings Sure Thing. Yes. And How Many Drinks. How Many Drinks does it take? That's my song. (laughs) But yeah, Miguel, he's out there. He's I'm happy for him. Me too. (laughs) Um, so yeah, the two met when they were 18. Nas was actually interviewing Miguel, um, for a promotion that he was doing for his, um, album, I believe. And she asked an off the script question. So it wasn't a part of her Q and A cards or anything like that. Um, so she was like, all the ladies want to know, do you have a girlfriend? Okay. And Miguel was like, no, but I'm looking for one. And after that. They okay. went on a date and been together ever since. So, oh. I don't know. I'm here for that. Go ahead. Now, right. get you it's a like man's mod- It's like the Monday day before it was sliding in the DMs. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, they got engaged um, back in 2016, like I said, in the Dominican Republic. Um, and so, Miguel was kind of cute and slick with it. So, Nas got sick, right? <laughs> and she was, I guess she, I don't know what happened to this girl. She was dehydrated something, but she was asleep, passed out, drool, hanging out the side <laughs> of her mouth. This is what Miguel said. And he said that he got out of the bed, got the ring, and while Nas was asleep, he slipped it on her finger and just waited there until she woke up and noticed it. Oh, And she woke up and boom, Aww. they engaged. That's really that's cute. cute. That's yeah. really cute. So my question, ladies, could we wait 13 years? I think I could. I could. Especially... Being that they were both busy, famous sure. people. Miguel had his music going on. She had modeling and acting, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. She had all that going on. Something is good and courtship is good. I think yeah. it's good to wait because you don't want to jump into a relationship with somebody too early. Like you right. don't want to be too early yeah. and then next year, two years like two years later you get a divorce. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. Yeah. Like, and I mean, then you already have kids. Right. Like, when you bring kids into uh the situation, yeah. that's the worst thing. Yeah. And I think for them, it's unique because they were together at 18. You know, they got together. They started that courtship at yeah. 18. So, 13 years when you start at 18 isn't necessarily a long time because Miguel's 33 and um, Nazine is only 32. You know. And, I mean, being together with someone that long, you grow together. Right, the point. You learn about each other. So, they probably know the ins and outs of each other, everything about each other. Right. And once you're with someone for that long... There's no point of calling it quits because you've already established this super strong bond. And if there's no urgency on either end to get married right then and there, right. then you're good. Yeah. Definitely. Each relationship is different. And yeah. um, I don't see them calling it a quit anytime soon. Yeah. Oh, no. Not no. after They look like they're y'all... really in love. They're a power couple. They I mean. are. They're really in love. I saw on Instagram, they did like Vogue did a little snippet and they, they're just so in love and so happy. It's, 
It's beautiful. I'm rooting for them. Like, Me too. I'm happy for them. But while we're on the topic of marriage, let's go ahead and get into this tea mm. where Ronnie DeVoe and Miss Shamari Fears. Oh, Lord. So, right. listen, y'all. So, y'all know who Ronnie DeVoe is. Yes. Everyone, everyone should know he's from um, Belle Bib DeVoe. BBD, Okay. Yes. And New Edition. Uh-huh. And Shamari Fears is a part of the R&B group Black. Yeah. You also may have seen her in uh, Bring It On. Mm. She was a part of the Clovers with Gabrielle Union. You know, it was a three little... Musketeers, her. <laughs> so, Shamari just uh, became a part of the cast of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm, that's drama. Okay, that's my show. But, like you know, too, they, it's drama. they, yeah, it'd be drama filled. Sometimes so, fake drama, but yeah. Actual factual. <laughs> so, <laughs> during uh, a recent episode, they were uh, doing an, a bonding activity called Pass the, Pass the Peach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, OG Cynthia Bailey asked a question about has any of the ladies been in an open marriage and you know some of the ladies was like nah they didn't really say nothing but Shamari wasn't (laughs) hesitant to say yeah I did it now when she talked about it she was basically explaining that she was a little bi-curious and she wanted to explore her options and during this period of time the relationship was kind of suffering yeah on the rocks they were together they have been together for 17 years they got married in 2006 they have twin boys together um so you know i i guess she was feeling some type of way maybe and i guess they wanted to try something new now the only thing that was off limits was she couldn't be with another man but she also didn't want to be with another man she just had a little lady love type of taste I guess going on Mm. now she was she said that she didn't recommend it for other couples she said that the grass isn't always greener Uh um and she but she also said that it you know it kind of brought them together and she loves her husband and it wasn't a a thing that she didn't love him but I guess you know sometimes you know you get tired of people yeah I just feel if you're on the Rotson relationship and you get to the point where you're saying, well, let's start bringing somebody out. else. I feel like right then and there, it's dead. Mm-hmm. I don't right. know. But I think it also, though, it wasn't just that, oh, let's bring somebody else into the bedroom because we're on the rocks. I think it was also, she was saying that she was attracted to Women. a woman. Right. She said, um, it's not cheating. You're dating each other. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, well, if you're, it's not cheating because he was aware Right. But still, if you're shaky on the rocks and you're thinking and you're curious, then maybe you don't need to be with that person right then and there. But I don't know. She said it's not for everyone. They're still together. So Mm -hmm. it worked for them. But for me, if things are... That was going to be my question. Would y'all are taking an open relationship? Here's my question. You're saying... If things are on shaky rocks, what if things aren't on shaky rocks, but you and your man decide, or he might want to try something new, or you might want to try something new, how do y'all feel about that? Because Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert have kind of been open about them, you know, tag teaming somebody some women yeah and they have a beautiful relationship but i knew tiana taylor was like that because she's, she's some crazy. of her concerts uh oh yeah who did she bring up on Santana uh, and yes. michelle yeah yeah that's yep. what i said she brought some people up on her concerts <laughs> and she mm-hmm. was being a little bit sexual i mean you know sometimes people just do that for publicity but it kind of looked a little real for yeah. tiana but yeah but i love tiana and i love iman so uh, whatever but anyway <laughs> so yeah i don't know about bringing somebody else in because i feel like when you bring somebody else in it brings discourse, yeah. and I say that because 
somebody might be showing more attention to the other person yeah. than they are to their regular spouse. Mm-hmm. So that could be like, uh, that's and a little shaky. My, I think that'll make things more shaky for me. For yeah. me, it's also though like to in the in my head, I don't know. Sometimes I guess open marriages mean just sexual, but is there more? Do you start catching feelings? Because yeah. I think that would be my. Because now you catching feelings for somebody yes. else. Right. That's gonna stress me out. So I I don't think I can add someone. And then yeah, once you add a situation, you never know what's gonna have to happen after, after. the fact. So right. someone can catch feelings. You don't know. And you don't so, want that. Right. So that's why you don't do it, period. Especially if you love that person. But yeah. I feel like, I want to say don't do a period because everybody do their own thing. I feel like if mm-hmm. you want to do that, that, that's, uh, that's that, on you. Yeah, if that I works agree. for you, that's good. And that could have been something that strengthened their marriage. Which that's was, what she said. They yeah. were featured in Essence mm-hmm. um, with their two twin boys on yeah. there. One of them name is Ronnie. I think that's cute. It's, it's Ronnie the third and Roman. Yeah. And so yeah. I think I guess they named the first one who came out Ronnie the third. Yeah. It's Ronald but, and Roman. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I, I mean maybe it's strengthened their marriage, but that's always good. You if know? that's for them, that's for them. It doesn't work for everyone. So yeah. yeah. With that being said, I'm glad they can uh, withstand their trials and tribulations in their marriage. Yeah. Speaking of trials and tribulations, this is six nine. He's back at it again, going to jail. Recently, he was arrested on racketeering charges. For those of you who don't know, those are charges uh, that you get when you're participating in organized crime. Mm. Basically, with a gang, you know, the RICO law, that's when they get everybody under one gang doing Mm -hmm. stuff together. Um, He was arrested by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosive um, with NYPD and Homeland Security investigating him. Uh, he faces a range of racketeer charges, firearm-related charges, uh, robbery charges, um, a murder charge, right? Yep. So, this is he not was... the first time 6 9 has been in trouble. Mm-hmm. If Just a little background history. He did get in trouble a while back. He pled guilty to the u- to the use of child in, in a sexual performance. Yeah. I'm not a fan of 6 9 and one of the reasons why is because of this charge that he got. Right. When it comes to kids, I don't play. Right. Kids yeah. and women, stuff like that, I don't play. I don't he's, like that. He's disgusting to me. I'm happy that he's getting or he's um in trial and he's having all these issues because I think he deserves it. I know it's like harsh, but this man, the things no, but he, he should does, have been in, yes. in jail. Yeah. yeah. The things he like he does, he's childish, mm-hmm. just reckless, not really caring about other people. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. And then with the conspiracy to uh to kill, so you know, it's been said that he put a hit on Chief Keef's cousin. And there was a whole Instagram video of him. Like, people are filming him say these different things. Right. And I'm, my thing is, like, he's stupid. Like, yeah. you're, you're blatantly doing things. He's childish. Yeah. To get you caught up. And now you're caught up. And now you stressed. But he said that on a Breakfast Club interview. Because everybody was like, why are you going to other people's hoods making videos? Because, you know, he made that mm-hmm. video of something... In somebody else's hood. I think it was Chief Keef hood. And he was on the block like, I'm in your hood, I'm in your hood. So Charlamagne, the guy's like, why are you making these videos if you're not really about that life? Right. And basically he was like, he's, he does it for the fame. He said that. He was like, I do it because, I mean, uh, of course it's going to give me publicity. He was like, but right after that video, I left. I wasn't there for no longer than five minutes. He said that, he said, he said I made that video and then I left, got in the car and left. He said, I'm not going to stand out there to get killed by nobody. He said he do it for the internet stuff. But like, like I, here's how I feel. Don't act on like you hard 
And then when it comes time to be hard, you're not hard no right. more. You're not really gangster. Because there's people out here that really do that gangster right, stuff. Right, that was my... There's people out here that's really ready oh, to ride, right. ride and shoot up some stuff. Yeah. So don't be gangster. And, and then when you get to court, oh, I'm not a gangster. I just right. do it for my music. I didn't really mean it. And then I feel like, too, you got to be careful because we got kids watching this stuff. Mm-hmm. Kids are watching 6 9 And let's be real, that's really who is... Rocking with his music right now. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, you know, we, got, we got some teenagers and older people rocking with his music, but let's be real, it's mostly the youth. Mm-hmm. And so they see six nine acting gangster, acting this and acting that, but that's what they want to be, or that's using what they the see. language. Right. Like, these, these kids don't know what he talking about. Yeah. But it's six nine. He got funny color hair. He loud and rambunctious. Right. Yeah. No. And I think that other celebrities they've been collabing with him. I don't know why Nicki Minaj just recently. That's, collabed with let's him. be real. They collabing with him because he's hot. Right. If you gonna do, but Nicki, Nicki Minaj, Minaj is one of those people. Also, it's for though, the money at the end of the day. She don't really care what he got going on. But but I think I, my issue with Nicki Minaj is okay because she when Sick Nine is in jail she she made an announcement saying that his album was delayed right and, um, she, and she posted it on her own Instagram yeah, platform and my thing is okay sis you know that he has this chart okay forget the racketeering stuff but the pedophile stuff but his, her and uncle, her, uh, I was about to say her uncle got no that. it's her brother her brother oh, her, her brother, brother. Oh. that's that was my point y'all y'all own brother she stood behind that man yeah and I'm pretty sure he was found guilty yeah yeah her own brother got pedophile charges mm-hmm. so that that shows a test of, of Nicki Minaj's character yeah and people who mess around with this man and you sure. are affiliating yourself when this man has issued like is a pedophile yeah. right and he did he you said he pled guilty to that um yes he did plead guilty to, yeah. are y'all like oh well we're just gonna wait until the justice no he said he did it right anyway back to his racketeering charges um, they basically denied bail. He's in general population right now. He he did offer up his mm-hmm. passport and he offered up his entire bank account, which holds one point <laughs> one million. Ooh, that's actually that's not, not a lot. That's not That's not really. A I lie. mean, for him to be balling like he says he is, that's nothing. But listen, y'all, y'all have to understand how we know it's not the accounts. His mama, because let's true. be real, you're not gonna put all your money on the market true. like that. If, if the FBI was to seize your bank account. I'm gonna be smart with it because I'm gonna give my mama some money. I'm gonna have some bank accounts somewhere else overseas. You're gonna be smart with it, but six nine, he's not okay. But we don't know that True. because you gotta be real. He trying to he did all this based off money. He did all that publicity True. stuff, going to people hood, making videos based off money. So he may seem dumb, but at the I'm end of the day, at the end of the day, it's about the dollar. I so let's I, let's be real. I know he made more than one point one million dollars. Let's be real. It's yeah. more than one point one million dollars. So that that that's that don't mean nothing. I hear that could, that's like just like one a bit. One yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's him off going on tour one time. Yeah, that's right. that's not the He's other money that he got. Though. Houses, well, cars, yeah. yeah. But still. Someone on because his even team even might have told him, like, hey, come on, let's think Speaking of now. his team, wasn't um a member of his team wearing, wearing a wire? Yes. And that's where they're going to get, uh, that's where they're going to get 6'9". Because one of the people that he hangs around was wearing a wire. And on top of that, his own team was trying to get him killed. Yeah. So that's why he oh, went on the breakfast yeah. club and he said, like, I fired everybody. I'm not messing with nobody else because mm-hmm. my own team was basically robbing me. Uh, the booking agencies and the promoters was robbing him. Um, <laughs> everybody, of course, denied what he was saying. But then he said it got serious when I saw a federal agent sitting in front of my house. Uh, the only two That's things I fear in life is God and the FBI. 
And so I seen the Breakfast Club interview where he was talking about all that stuff. But Charlamagne the God was still like, stop acting gangster if you're not on yeah. that. And that's how I feel at the end of the day. Uh, he is at General Population in Brooklyn Metropolitan's Detention Center. Um, and he's probably going to remain there until his trial in September of 2019. Right. And the sad thing is, I feel like they're going to get him in the whole... Well, it's not really sad, but... Well, I guess it is sad in his case, but uh, they're going to get him and his whole little gang. Sadly, Sounds his whole like little gang been going against him the whole time. <laughs> and he trying to say he's not really gangster, but he's on tape doing a robbery. And mm-hmm. they got his, got him on tape on the wiretap mm-hmm. talking. Doing all that extra stuff on wire, on yeah. tape. So either way, it go down. He going down. He gonna get God. He going down. Because yeah. not only that, I feel like the feds already on him because he got that. He got off on that, uh, that pedophile sexual, yeah, that pedophile, pedophile challenge because all he got was four years of probation and he had to do a whole bunch of community service. That's not a lot. People right. out here going to jail for years for yeah. stuff like You're that. You're doing all this reckless stuff, so it's about time that you they gonna round you up. It. You yeah. know, you know the police. They ain't letting but so much get by. Yeah. Um, but with mm-hmm. that being said, we can go ahead to the 90s babies. You know, we got a little 90s action going on. Yes. We got uh, SpongeBob, Amanda Bonds, and Lion King. Yes. So, I know um, the creator of SpongeBob, he recently just passed away. Steven Hillenberg, um, he died November 26th. He unfortunately had a battle with ALS. I know that's a very serious issue. It's where the nervous system, it's a nervous system disease that weakens muscles and it impacts the physical function. Right. So it's a, it's sad that he passed away. Um, he was a me, actually a marine biologist before oh, wow. he created SpongeBob. Yeah. Ah, when, when he marine. quit his job, a lot of people thought he was crazy. But he was like, I have a vision and I'm going to fo- okay. focus on it and I'm going to accomplish it. That's like us in Thirsty Thirty. Okay. <laughs> right. We got it. We bring it in a lot though. Like, but now we have Spongebob. So Spongebob came out in the 90s. It is still playing and it's still relevant to that. I, I still watch Spongebob I, on a Saturday morning. If I don't have nothing to do on Saturday morning, <laughs> sometimes I watch a little tunes. I mean, I like, a, I like serious reality TV and stuff like that, but... Cartoons, no, I still watch cartoons. Faithfully, I and still Spongebob watch SpongeBob. Is a part of I can still watch SpongeBob and still kind of chuckle. I like, will laugh, you know. yeah, hard. And that's something I grew up on. Right, like, SpongeBob. That's that's something I always remember. And then we have Amanda Bonds. Uh, y'all know Amanda from Amanda Show <laughs> and Nickelodeon. You know the nineties, two thousands. That used to be my show too. But <laughs> she did an interview with Paper Magazine. Uh, she was battling substance abuse problem. With some mental health issues. Yeah, you know, some years back, sis was wilding on all mm-hmm. social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was she was heavily, I, I want to say it was bipolar. She was heavily battling with that and trying to regulate herself. But you can't regulate that when you're also on drugs. Yeah. Um, so, and you know, she made some comments with Drake. And Drake. she wanted Drake to murder her vaginal area yeah and she commented and said she said you know now she looks back and said you know that was true but i was also on drugs right <laughs> um so but she's i think she said she's four years sober sober now she's in college she's about to receive her aa oh, that's good. um and she's trying to get her bachelor's degree um so you can see her prospering and even um kale from all that keen and kale y'all know him um, wrote on Instagram how he, God answered his prayers Aww. and that he's so happy for her and you know she's coming back and she did you know she did a whole paper magazine interview okay. and she looks good she looks happy um but she said that she's excited to get back into acting so I'm super happy for Amanda Bynes I am I'm curious too. to see if she can actually still act 
But it's good that she's gotten herself together and she's mm-hmm. headed on the right path. I mean, I'm just gonna say this: Nickelodeon and Disney it ruins those kids. Yeah, I those, think they put a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure, and a lot of stress. And when they get older, they can't handle it no more. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we Especially it when all. you're trying to like get out of that, you know. Disney, Nickelodeon, Light, like, trying it, to maybe explore other options. Yeah, grown, being a They're trying yeah. to prove to outsiders that hey, they're more than I just a child just, actor. Like, be in these TV, TV kid TV shows. Yeah, like people, and even Selena Gomez. You know, she was talking about that. Of they wanted to keep her in these kitty cutter um, yeah, roles, yeah. but she wanted expand, ex- expand, and explore serious acting. And you know, like you said, it. it I think it does ruin because. They y'all, can't be kids at this forever, forever. Yeah. And on top of that, while they're working, they also can't be a child because you're working. Like right. you have these strict schedules, and right. you know you're making all this money, and it looks good and all that. But and then yeah. they, you can't be a kid. Yeah, yeah. And we seen what happened to Orlando Brown, but on to Lion King. <laughs> we seen what happened to him, but on the Lion King, you know the next Lion King is coming out number two. Yes. So the next Lion King is coming out. It's going to be a live action version of Lion King. I'm excited. The first original Lion King came out in 1994. So it's a 25-year anniversary. Um, Over Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving holiday, Disney, they released their first trailer. And they said that the live action Lion King is set to premiere July 19th, Mm -hmm. 2019. Let's talk about the cast. Yes. We got James Earl Jones. Okay, first of all, we just gonna thank James Earl Jones for staying healthy enough mm-hmm. okay, to amen. do this voice. Yes. Amen. Because who else was gonna do Mufasa? <laughs> who else? Amen. If James can't do it, nobody, nobody can, can do, do it. it. That would, I feel like that would ruin the entire movie. Right. His yeah. voice, you know. Yeah. He has that distinct voice. Yeah. yeah. And we have Beyonce. She's gonna be playing Nala. And then we have Seth Rogen too. He's playing Pumbaa. That's gonna be funny. And, um, who else do we have? Oh yeah, Alf- Alfred Woodard, Sarabi, Nala's mom. Yeah, we have oh Donald Glover. He's gonna be playing gonna Simba. Be amazing. Yeah. Then, okay, Donald Glover and Beyonce singing. Yeah, together. That's gonna be like mm. magical. I my favorite is Pumbaa. Pumbaa, yeah, that's my favorite. Pumbaa and Timon. Timon. That's, oh, yeah. Those are my favorite in the Lion King. Like you just can't be it. You can't. I'm really excited for all the music numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is gonna. Be really, really good. Yeah, and Elton John, um, he's doing some of his old work. He wrote The Circle of Life and Can You Feel the Love Tonight? So he's expected to be writing again. He's also going to be collabing with Beyonce. She's going to be on the soundtrack. It's going to be a bomb soundtrack in a bomb movie. Right. So on to other iconic things. things. I guess we could say iconic. Cause, <laughs> okay, we're going we to... Okay. Anyway, Kim Kim Kardashian. Okay, Kim Kardashian said she was on ecstasy during her sex tape and during some other events in her life. I saw the episode. She announced it on Keeping Up with the Kardashian, and the blogs went crazy (laughs) because she was like, "I was on ecstasy." You know, because I Kendall Jenner was talking about Kim's partying days, and Kim Kardashian was just like, "Everything went wrong when I was on ecstasy." She said she got married when she was on ecstasy, and she released the sex tape. Well, she didn't release it. But she created a sex tape on yeah. ecstasy, and she was like, she saw her in the sex tape. You saw her her jaw clenching, and like, I'm not gonna jaw. lie. Yeah, I watched somebody posted on Twitter. Oh lord! And I saw it, and when you really look, her jaw like she was grinding or something. It was like moving. That's because oh. your jaw get locked. That's what they call a locked jaw. 
Cause it's like it's like all the muscles tightening up in your jaw uh, when you on those type of drugs. But and I know Ray J. He said, yeah. He said Kim was not on ecstasy. She is lying. She's lying to you all. She said, okay, maybe she smoked a little bit of weed. But he said there were no hard drugs or liquor involved. She he said that she wanted to do it. Right. I don't doubt that she didn't want to do it. Right. But if you look at it, y'all, I'm I'm telling you, I'm not defending. I mean. It is what it is, but when you look at, she, she was past gone, eyes like pupils dilated, sit, jaw clenched, it's a mess. You could tell. You could yeah, tell. Yeah, and she even got married. She said on her wedding day she was on ecstasy when she got married to Damon Thomas. He's a producer. He's forty eight now, and she said she was gone then too. Everybody's trying to make up stuff for why why they did this, why they did that. I mean, that's her excuse. I mean, okay, listen though, I don't think it's an excuse. I think she owns her sex tape. Oh, okay. I think At I just think point, when yeah. she, she yeah, like when she was saying it, she was just recounting like, oh, like this is what this was is what going was going on. on. Like when I did when I was on ecstasy, this is what I did. Like and it was Ray J as, probably wouldn't even know that because she might have did that before she got with Ray J. And then right. The, the she was, was saying like out. she was doing this as a teenager. Like yeah. right. she was taking ecstasy while yeah. she said she had a wild face. So. Right. So that's what she was just saying. She was like, oh, I did this and I did that. And yeah. yeah. Speaking of celebrities, we have Tom Brady and David Beckham sharing a moment where they both kissed their children on the lips. Yeah. Uh, we have David Beckham, who is a famous soccer player and Tom Brady, who's mm-hmm. a famous football player yeah. uh, David Beckham recently kissed his daughter Harper on the mouth while ice skating on Monday uh, he posted a picture on Instagram now I saw this picture it wasn't a full blown on kiss it wasn't their lips were touching but it wasn't like all the way like like a French like, kiss yeah, yeah it wasn't like nothing like yeah. that you could tell if they did kiss it was probably like a like a little quick quick okay. kiss yeah and I know Tom Brady he commented didn't he he said dad and daughter so sweet yeah so how do you guys feel about the whole kissing your child on the lips. Me personally and my family, we don't kiss on the lips. And that's just us. Yeah. But other people and other cultures do do that. And that's them. But me personally, I kind of don't want nobody to kiss my child on the lips. I'm not more than likely going to kiss my child on the lips. Like, yeah. I might do like a little fake, a cheek kiss, but that's about it for me. I don't yeah. know. For me, I don't really like affection. So kissing in general is too much for me. Um, my family, I guess it depends on the person because I know my one of my brothers. He don't do affection either. He don't like swapping germs. Right. Um, so that's that. But I mean, like for kids, like my nephews, I probably kiss them on the lips. But I feel like there's an age. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like my nephew is five now and he don't play that no more. <laughs> but when he was, you know, a little teeny bopper. It yeah. was okay, but when you, I feel like once you start, when I guess when they can start, you know, understanding things, mm-hmm. that's when you kind of gotta. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a germaphobe number one. Yeah, and I feel like kissing can. Yes, it is to show affection, mm-hmm. but once a child gets to a certain age, it's a little shaky for me because think about it. You're passionate and stuff with your partner as an right. adult. So, yeah. kissing your child extremely, like... On the lips. Yeah. Now, it can, forehead it can... kisses are... Or yeah. Forehead and cheek kisses is something else. But I also, I would like to add that this wasn't, like, a sexual base type thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't like... He was trying, trying to, be... to be, like, oh, you know... Yeah. It wasn't I mean, like a pedophile type thing. When adults kiss their child on the lip, I don't think, think they that, mean mm-hmm. it in yeah. a sexual way. But I think society over-sexualizes... Yeah. A lot of things, and I think this is one of them. I think it was an innocent thing, 
But personally, I think we're all saying we not with it. Right. Yeah. Like I said, I think we're over-sexualizing certain situations. Mm-hmm. And I also think we need to let people live their best lives right. and get out of their business. Right. If that's how they show, show affection, affection, that's how they show affection. It's not for right. me, mm-hmm. but it's for them. So yeah. right. I'm going to mind my business. I agree. <laughs> I agree. All, all right. right. So we want you guys to stay on the lookout for our holiday special. Ooh, yes. Um, as always, we've spilled all the tea for today. You heard it here first from J-May. Nice storm. And Nia Lucky. Right here on Thirsty 30. 30.